Welcome to the IT Smart Guy podcast, a technology podcast aimed at the modern business owner. And here's your host, Tony Edwards. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the IT Smart Guy podcast, the tech-based podcast for the modern business owner. And more importantly, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024. My name's Tony, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the teenager who's broken a Tetris record, scammers who are getting chopsy with their victims, and how attackers can access your Gmail account without your password. We're then going to go on to the brain dump, and I'm going to give you five tips to help you stay safe when buying from Facebook Marketplace. Then finally, as always, I've got a tip of the episode. We'll jump straight into the news. Let's look at what's happening in the news. So in a groundbreaking achievement, Willie Gibson, a 13-year-old from Oklahoma, has seemingly become the first person to conquer Tetris, the classic video game. Gibson shared his extraordinary feat on YouTube through a video capturing the moment that the iconic game crashed when reaching level 157. The awestruck teenager has exclaimed that he was going to pass out as he witnessed this unprecedented crash, thus expressing the physical toll of his accomplishment. Gibson added that he couldn't feel his fingers, he couldn't feel his hands, and that he was going to pass out. He was shaking so bad. Going by the name Blue Scooty on YouTube, Willie Gibson uh, achieved this remarkable feat in a mere 38 minutes a feat never before accomplished by a human player. Tetris, which was conceptualised by Soviet engineer Alexei Pazhinov in 1984, challenges players to manipulate falling blocks, creating complete lines that then disappear. As players progress, the speed of falling blocks intensifies, and historically it was believed that level 29 which is where the fastest speed in the game is introduced, marked the furthest achievable level. However, a game scout, a YouTuber, detailed in an analysis of Willie's achievement that a human player actually reached level 30 in 2011. And while subsequent players have managed to surpass this level, the elusive true ending of Tetris was only achieved by AI computers until Gibson's groundbreaking triumph. In the description of his video on YouTube, Willie expressed his astonishment, stating, When I started playing this game, I never expected uh, to ever crash the game or even beat it. This run was also the overall score, level, lines and 19 score world record. Gibson's accomplishment marks a historic moment in the gaming world, pushing the boundaries of what was once deemed achievable in Tetris. So from that groundbreaking achievement, we're going to move on to a spoofing attack that has led to verbal abuse. So in this uh, incident, a 63-year-old lady named Wendy Falconer has fallen victim to a heartless fraudster who not only swindled around £400 from her bank account, but then subjected her to mocking and abusive language over the phone. The incident occurred while she was caring for her husband at their caravan in North Wales. The scammer, posing as her bank, managed to manipulate Mrs Falconer 
by appearing to call from her bank's saved number on her phone. Initially, the imposter displayed a high level of professionalism, providing details about her account and issuing warnings about potential scams. However, after coercing Mrs Faulkner into divulging a security code granting access to her account, the fraudster then turned malicious. He was laughing, saying I was stupid. His language was unbelievable. And he said, if you'd like to go to your app now, you'll see me take your money, Mrs Falconer recounted. She was obviously still shaken by this ordeal at the time. Uh, Ofcom, the communications regulator, has cautioned against relying solely on caller ID to determine the legitimacy of calls, emphasising the prevalence of caller ID spoofing. Now, while Mrs. Falconer's bank eventually refunded the money, the emotional toll of this abuse still lingers. She felt violated by him. Uh, if he had just taken the money, she probably could have just coped with it and thought, I've been scammed. But it was what he did afterwards that has affected her most, the verbal abuse. Detective Constable Rachel Roberts of North Wales Police, who is investigating the matter, has highlighted the commonality of such scams, extending beyond bank numbers to impersonation of various organisations like Amazon, utility companies, Microsoft and even healthcare providers such as the NHS. Damon Rands, who is the founder of cybersecurity company Pure Cyber, offered advice to potential victims, urging them to end suspicious calls wait five minutes and then independently verify the situation by contacting the service provider directly. As instances of these scams persist, it is crucial for individuals to remain vigilant and to report fraudulent activities to platforms like Action Fraud. You can also stay informed about different scam tactics and you need to prioritise your personal security to prevent falling prey to such malicious schemes. Finally, there could be a way for attackers to access your Google account without your password. Security researchers have raised concerns about potential unauthorised access to Google accounts without the need for a password. This is revealing a hack that exploits your browser cookies. This was discovered by security firm Cloud SEK, and the hack utilises malicious malware capable of exploiting third-party cookies to gain entry to user data. Now, this dates back to October 2023, when a hacker named Prisma disclosed the threat in a Telegram messenger channel. In a recent post, Cloud SEK detailed the vulnerability, shedding light on how Google accounts could be exposed to this exploit. Now, the vulnerability stems from a loophole within the cookies, which browsers and websites use to enhance usability by tracking users. Specifically, the Google authentication cookies designed to save users the hassle of entering login details are targeted by hackers who have found a way to retrieve and use them to bypass MFA, also known as two-factor or multi-factor authentication. Pavan Karthik M, a threat intelligence researcher at Cloud SEK has emphasised that this exploit allows hackers to maintain constant access to Google services even after a user resets their password. This is scary stuff. 
The discovery underscores the stealth and complexity of modern cyber threats and is prompting researchers to stress the importance of continuous monitoring of technical vulnerabilities and human intelligence sources to stay ahead of these emerging threats and dangers. The Cloud SEK post also highlights that cyber attackers utilising this method can generate valid cookies in case of a session disruption. This, this significantly improves their efficacy in maintaining access to those unauthorised accounts. Numerous hacking groups have reportedly tested this exploit, deploying malware such as Luma InfoStealer on October the 14th, followed by others like Medusa, Rispio and Whitesnake. And in response to this threat, Google has assured users that it regularly enhances defences against such techniques, urging users to check their devices for malware and to remove it from their computers as soon as possible. Google have also claimed to have already taken action to secure any compromised accounts it has detected. Now, to enhance user protection, uh, Google has recommended that you activate enhanced safe browsing, especially if you use Chrome, because given that it has its status as the world's most popular web browser, they want you to do it, basically. Um, but Google is in the process of uh, phasing out third-party cookies on Chrome and is introducing the Topics API, which is part of their privacy sandbox as an alternative. This API allows websites to directly request necessary information from the browser, moving away from the need to use third-party cookies. Right, that's it for the news. Let's move on to the brain dump. It's time for the brain dump. So over the past couple of weeks, I've seen a growing number of people saying they've been caught out or nearly caught out by scams on Facebook Marketplace. Whether you're a seasoned online shopper or a first-time user, these tips will empower you to make safer and more informed transactions. We have five, and here is number one. Verify user profiles. So our first tip is to always verify user profiles before you make any sort of transaction. Check for a complete and authentic profile with picture, multiple photos, and a history of activity. Scammers will often use fake profiles with very limited information. If something feels off, trust your gut and proceed with caution. Genuine sellers or buyers should be willing to provide some sort of additional information if requested. Number two, meet in a safe location. When arranging meetups for transactions, prioritise safety by choosing well-lit and public locations. Opt for high traffic areas and avoid those secluded spots or late night meetings. This not only ensures your safety, but minimises the risk of falling victim to potential scams or other criminal activity. Tip number three is all about payment methods. If you can use cash when you collect or get the buyer to pay cash when they collect, do it. But if, if necessary, use a more secure payment option like PayPal. Avoid direct bank transfers or using some other unconventional payment method that lack buyer or seller protection. These 
secure payment methods like PayPal provide an additional layer of security and increase your chances of resolving disputes if they arise. Now, next one. Research product prices. Scams will often lure people in with incredible offers, or so they seem. To protect yourself, research the market value of the product you're interested in before approaching them about making a purchase. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Be wary of sellers who insist on a rushed transaction or pressure you to make impulsive decisions. Take your time, compare prices and make informed choices to avoid falling victim to scams. And our final tip, communicate through the platform. Keep all of your interactions within the Facebook ecosystem, so Marketplace and Messenger. Avoid sharing personal information such as your address or your financial details outside of the platform's messaging system. This not only helps to protect your privacy, but it also ensures that any potential issues can be tracked within the platform's messaging history. This then provides valuable evidence in case you ever need to dispute it. I hope these tips will empower you to navigate Facebook Marketplace with more confidence and to also avoid falling prey to scams. Stay vigilant, trust your instincts and enjoy the convenience of online shopping while keeping your safety a top priority. That's the brain dump, tip time. Our tip of the episode. As this is the first episode of the year, I've wanted to kind of keep the content quite light and there's not really been much of a business focus. And after all, we're a business podcast. So for the tip today, I want you to look at creating a basic technology roadmap. Outline your business's one, three, five year goals when it comes to your technology. This should include plans for upgrading hardware, software, and also the adoption of new and emerging technologies. You should then review this quarterly with your IT department or IT person and update it to ensure it remains aligned with your business goals and objectives, not only for 2024, but for those three to five years too. That's it. Here we are, once again, at the end of another episode. Thank you so much for watching or listening. I hope you have found this episode insightful and I look forward to speaking to you again next time. I do have that one small favour to ask. You know the one, I ask it every time. If you've enjoyed the episode, if you haven't enjoyed the episode, do me a favour, let me know. Leave a comment, leave a review, because it's the only way I can get better. If you haven't already, give us a like and a subscribe on your podcast platform of choice or YouTube. If you want to be really cool, give us a like on both. Uh, I've been Tony, the IT Smart Guy, and I hope to see you again next time. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the IT Smart Guy podcast. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please do consider to like and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice.